With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to the final episode of the Tennessee Factory Island podcast before the 2018 NFL Draft. I am your host, Anthony Jokey. Uh, it is episode number 58. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Curry. How are you doing today, Jack? Uh, doing good, man. We are two days away from the NFL Draft as of this recording, and uh, the wait is almost over, and it's finally time to see who the Browns are actually going to take at 1-4. I know, it's... Uh... You know, we're getting into about 72 hours, uh, 48 hours. So, you know, I'm excited. Uh, we've been really since the season started last year, this is kind of what we've been looking forward to. We knew the team was going to be terrible going into last season, and uh, it was no surprise that we ended up with the number one overall pick. Uh, I think the, the one surprise is that uh, we ended up with number four as well because of Deshaun Watson getting hurt on Houston. Uh, and, you know, so we ended up with picks one and four. And, uh, you know, the rumors are flying up for who the Browns are going to take number one overall. I would say 99.9% of people, uh, except for Bill Pullian, think the Browns are going to take a quarterback number one. Um, and two of the guys uh, that it is apparently down to is Sam Darnold out of USC and Baker Mayfield out of Oklahoma. What's your uh, thoughts about it being down to those two? Uh, I have no problem with it personally. Those are my top two rated quarterbacks uh, out of all the quarterback prospects. Um, I do think at the end of the day it's going to be Darnold, but I can see why there is a strong case for Baker Mayfield to be the number one pick in this draft. If he, you know, everybody knocks his height for being six foot tall and that you can't draft a quarterback that tall with the number one pick, but. Baker's a special talent. I know everybody's concerned with his attitude, his cockiness, and some of the off-the-field stuff, but I think Baker is a leader of men, and I think he can lead a franchise. I know there's some, especially in Cleveland, that aren't really big Baker Mayfield people but um, in the media, but in the front office, you know, I think Dorsey loves him. Dorsey went and watched like four or five games of him. You got Scott McLuhan, who said last fall that, you know, he – Mayfield reminds him of Brett Favre and McLuhan was in Green Bay along with Dorsey during the 90s when Favre quickly became one of the top quarterbacks and I wouldn't be surprised if Highsmith and Wolf had praise for him but um, I know there's been rumors that the coaches like Josh Allen you know they might like Baker Mayfield too uh, they they're not big strong proponents from of Darnold but I get it I know Darnold's not the perfect prospect but I think he's going to be the best quarterback prospect when you look down the line a few years from now. So uh, I'm glad it's down to them too. I never bought into the Josh Allen hype and um, either way, if they go Mayfield or Rosen, I'm all for it or Mayfield or Darnold. Mayfield and Baker. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Mayfield and, and uh, Darnold there. Um, you know, we saw a tweet earlier 
uh, get deleted by Benjamin Albright. Uh, he tweeted out saying that it's Darnold, and then he deleted the tweet, and he followed it up by saying, some of you saw a tweet that I just deleted. Um, I have no further comment on it. So, you know, it, it started to look like, you know, it's just come in one giant full circle. You know, we started at Sam Darnold. We, we went through uh, Baker Mayfield. We went through Josh Allen. I'm surprised we didn't go through Rosen at all. Um, and then just come back to Sam Darnold. So it's kind of looking like the Browns are going to take Sam Darnold Thursday night. Um, what we're going to do here today, uh, we haven't done one of these yet, and I, I'm kind of excited to do this. We're going to do a, a mock draft uh, on this episode. Uh, we're going to do picks 1 through 35 uh, in this mock draft. Uh, Jack and I are going to take turns uh, picking players for teams. Uh, if we're going to make a trade, we, we both have to agree on said trade. Um, so... You know, we're, we're going to go through these 35 picks here. Uh, you know, we'll give a little breakdown of, of the players after each pick, but not, you know, go into too in-depth because uh, you guys can listen to our previous episodes to really uh, li- listen to us break down some of the other prospects, especially the quarterbacks. I encourage you to go listen to that episode that we had Mark Schofield on with us uh, of Inside the Pylon. Uh, we're going to be using Inside the Pylon's big board. Uh, I have that loaded up over here. So without further ado, uh, we're going to do the – First and only 2018-1085 Gridiron Mock Draft on the podcast. So with the first pick, oh, hold on, I got the sounder. With the first pick in the 2018-1085 Gridiron Mock Draft, boy, that is a mouthful to say, uh, the Cleveland Browns select Sam Darnold. You know, I think um, Darnold's the right choice here. Uh, I think, you know, for we've heard him being described as a safe pick. Uh, you know, the other guys, Josh Allen, you don't know about the accuracy. Um, Baker Mayfield, you don't know if the size can translate. Uh, Josh Rosen, you don't know if he's going to um, – if he really loves football or not. So I think Sam Donald is a perfect pick here. Absolutely. And – what, can I get the sounder, please? With the second pick in the 2018-1085 Gridiron mock draft, the New York Giants select quarterback Josh Rosen. I know everybody's right now is talking about how they're going to take Barkley or Chubb, and Dave Gettleman has said he wants a gold jacket player. And he should he should do that in reality, but also in reality, they need to start looking towards the future. Eli Manning's on the backside of his career. They need to start looking for his uh, the guy to succeed uh, succeed him once he hangs it up. Josh Rosen is the best pure passer in the draft, and I think you know sitting a year behind Eli Manning, Eli Manning can then retire or move on to another team if the, so the Giants can start their rebuilding phase. And I think Rosen. Uh, could come away being the best quarterback in this draft, even though I prefer Darnold. So I think the Giants should pull the trigger and select a quarterback with the second pick. All right, next on the clock is the New York Jets. Uh, they acquired this pick uh, from the Indianapolis Colts in the trade, I want to say, two or three weeks ago. Um, and here we go. With the third pick in this year's uh, 1085 Gridiron mock draft, the New York Jets select 
quarterback, Baker Mayfield, out of Oklahoma. I think Baker is a perfect fit uh, for New York. Uh, his personality, um, you know, fits that city very well. Uh, they're they're absolutely gonna love him. Um, you know, the Jets didn't trade up to take anybody else but a quarterback. And with Darnold and Rosen going one two off the board, uh, I think uh, Baker is the most logical choice at at this selection. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Mayfield's my second best quarterback. I think he's one of the uh, three best in the draft. And, you know, he may beat out McCown and Bridgewater right out of camp, but it won't hurt for him, even though he's 23 years old, for him to sit and learn for a little bit behind those two great veterans, both on the field and off the field. All right. We're at pick number four, and we wanted to discuss uh, the possibility, you know, the Browns are on the clock again. Um, you know, we wanted to discuss the Browns possibly trading down. I would imagine this would be the pick if quarterbacks go one, two, and three. This pick is going to be highly sought after because you still have uh, the Bills that need a quarterback. You have the Dolphins that need a quarterback. You have the Cardinals that need a quarterback. So you have three teams that could use a quarterback, and, you know, maybe the Broncos could use one as well. So three or four teams that could potentially use a quarterback – is this the spot where you would trade down? Uh, if it, as if it goes the way we're going right now on Thursday night, I would expect Dorsey's phone to be blowing up with phone calls. Uh, the Broncos potentially to swap picks. Uh, the Dolphins, like you said, the Bills, the Cardinals. Um, could be anybody. The Chargers even. I think the Chargers are a dark horse in this situation where they need to start looking for the, the guy to replace Phillip Rivers in a couple years. So... I would expect How about the Patriots. Uh, even the Patriots, yes. Uh, there's been rumors about that too. But I'm not going to trade down in this scenario. The Browns have traded down enough, and we've seen it in our in, in history, and it's come back to bite us. We got the two be- arguably the two best players on the board. I can't – if I'm John Dorsey and I see this Browns roster and it needs great talent, and if it goes the way this is, you're looking at the two best players in the draft – and I'm ready to make a pick for the Browns here. With the fourth pick acquired in a trade with the Houston Texans last year, the Cleveland Browns will select defensive end slash edge rusher Bradley Chubb out of North Carolina State. Um, This has been, I think, one of the – the slotted picks here for some time. If he's there on the board, it makes too much sense. Bradley Chubb. Uh, there's been back and forth conversation. Who's a better pass rusher coming out, him or Miles Garrett? Um, I think in terms of just pass rushing ability, Chubb might beat out Miles Garrett, but Ch- since Miles Garrett is such a freak of an athlete, he'll get the edge. But putting them two together on the defensive line along with Emmanuel Agba sets the Browns' defense up on track to hopefully in a couple years be on par with the Broncos that won Super Bowl 50, uh, the Eagles that just won the recent Super Bowl, and hopefully in a f- Two or three years, the Browns are going to be in Super Bowl contention with Sam Darnold and with Bradley Chubb leading this group along with the rest of the guys that are already here. So Bradley Chubb's the fourth pick for the Browns. Yeah, I would absolutely love to pair Chubb and Garrett together along with Ogba as well. I think that could be a very nice trio of pass rushers. Um, 
you know, talk about having a, a dog pound defense, uh, you know, three, three rabid guys getting after a quarterback. That's something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, now, this is a, an interesting pick because we've had three quarterbacks come off the board already. Uh, and the Broncos could use one, I would think. Um, you know, they did sign one in the offseason. Uh, as we mentioned, you know, the Dolphins, the Bills, uh, the Cardinals are all teams that can still use quarterbacks. Um, you know, at this point, I, I think I'm going to keep the pick for the Broncos. And uh, with the fifth pick in this year's mock draft, the Denver Broncos select Denzel Ward out of Ohio State. What do you think about that one? Oh, good pick. Um, this is one that's been talked about recently. Uh, definitely, it's starting to pick up a little steam. Ward is would definitely fill a need for them. Uh, you know, he's great cover corner, good physical corner. Um, pair him up with uh, Chris Harris and also Bradley Roby. And Denver has a nice trio of corners to build their defense to continue their dominant defense that they've had for some time. All right, you want to move on to Indianapolis? Yes. Uh, um, since you own the Cardinals and the Dolphins and they need a quarterback, uh, you'd be interested in a trade because I know the Colts would like to move down and add some more draft picks. Yeah. Um, let's say I'll go with the Cardinals here. I'll, I'll flip-flop uh, the Cardinals and the Colts in this scenario. Okay. Uh, we'll do that, and obviously we're not adding any picks because we're not going to discuss them. So uh, the Cardinals move up, and with the sixth pick in the 2018-1085 mock draft, the Arizona Cardinals will select Josh Allen, quarterback Wyoming. He is, uh, He's definitely got all the physical tools. Uh, there are some things you got to worry about, his accuracy, um, his ability to process football information, and – um, his, um, I would call it his hurriness. And when he's, uh, facing a, a pass rush on a blitz, uh, his quarterback rating was not high at coming out of Wyoming, but, uh, to be able to sit behind Bradford and Glennon, hopefully he can sit behind them, uh, with their injury history and lackluster performance on the field. If Allen can develop for a year or two, he could turn into a solid quarterback. So Arizona goes Josh Allen. All right, I, I like that. I think this next pick uh, is a completely no-brainer for Tampa Bay. Oh, with the seventh pick in our mock draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Saquon Barkley, running back, Penn State. Would you agree that that would be an absolute no-brainer in this scenario? Oh, yeah, Tampa's running to the podium if, if that's the case. All right, you want to go ahead and move on with the Chicago Bears? Yes, uh, Chicago Bears have – ton of needs as they continue to build rebuild around uh mitch trubisky they got a brand new head coach matt nagy who's coming over from kansas city um they got to keep the quarterback upright and uh still the the number one player on inside the pylons draft board is still available and i think the bears will be running to the podium in this situation so with the eighth pick the chicago bears select offensive guard out of notre dame quentin nelson uh, I like that pick for Chicago. Like you said, you got to protect the quarterback, and no better way to do that with a the best player on the board and b the best offensive lineman on the board as well. So, 
Uh, I, I dig that pick for uh, Chicago. And with the ninth pick, uh, the San Francisco 49ers select. Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, slot safety corner uh, out of Alabama. Would you uh, agree that's a good one for the 49ers? Yeah, they definitely have a need in the secondary. They did add Richard Sherman, but there's still some holes on that in that secondary. And Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, he's kind of gone down the board a little bit, but he's still definitely a top 15 uh, prospect. And with the quarterbacks going high, it's going to push some of these guys down the board a little bit. So I think John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan would love to have Minka Fitzpatrick in a 49ers uniform. All right. Want to go ahead with the – the Las, or the Las Vegas Raiders that it will be in a couple of seasons. Yes, the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders have the 10th pick, and they're going to take Roquan Smith, linebacker Georgia. Uh, you know, it's him and Tremaine Edmonds. They've been compared to Urlacher and Ray Lewis, who are soon to be going in the Hall of Fame later this summer. And uh, Roquan Smith has been compared to Ray Lewis, great leader on and off the field. And you need some nastiness in that Raiders defense. And I'm sure John Gruden in his first – draft back in the NFL is going to want to try to build that Tampa defense that he had when he won a Super Bowl about 15 years ago. And I think Roquan Smith, along with Khalil Mack, would definitely put some nastiness into that front seven on the Oakland defense. Well, yeah, talk about pairing him with uh, Khalil Mack. That's that's a nasty linebacking core, uh, that's for sure. All right. Uh, With the 11th pick, the Miami Dolphins select... Edge rusher Harold Landry. Um, you know, I, I think at this point, um, I don't think the Dolphins would take a quarterback at this point, but uh, they needed a, they could use another defensive lineman, so I'm going to go with Harold Landry here. Great pick. Uh, I know um, the guys over at Locked On Browns, they have been praising him, and I know. Uh, the guys that locked on NFL draft have been praising him too. And I think he's going to go all higher than a lot of people expect. And I think, uh, you know, once he gets established in the NFL, he's going to be a nasty pass rusher to deal with. All right. Go ahead with the Buffalo. Pick. All right. Well, Buffalo, you know, they need a quarterback. I think it's obvious. They didn't move up from 21 to 12. Although I'm not sure if, it's a fit right now with the remaining top five quarterback left on the board. So I'm going to go in another direction. Um, you know, this might be a little bit of a reach in some people's eyes, but they need to address the offensive line. They lost Richie incognito. They lost Eric Wood. Um, and they need to get an offensive tackle because they traded away. Um, what was his name? I can't think of the left tackle's name that they traded to Cincinnati in this deal. But with the 12th pick, the Buffalo Bills are going to select Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle Notre Dame. He's going to be, he's going to come in and play right away. And you've seen the success of the Notre Dame offensive tackles in recent years or offensive linemen in recent years with Zach Martin. And obviously Quentin Nelson being the number one player on the draft board going to Chicago, uh, He's going to be a great lineman, I think. And I think McGlinchey can too. And once they do get their quarterback, or even now with A.J. McCarron, Buffalo needs to protect their quarterback. And I think McGlinchey would be a great pick here. All right. I am going to um, propose a trade to you. And it would be um, 
the Washington Redskins trading down a few selections with the Seattle Seahawks. Is that one that you would agree upon? Uh, Sure. Why not? All right. So the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock, and they select a defensive back, Derwin James. Um, you know, Seattle secondary has taken a major hit, um, you know, this past offseason. And I think that they could they're definitely going to be looking to inject some new blood uh, into that secondary. And I think Derwin James makes absolute total sense right here. Great pick. Uh, Derwin James, you know, he was a guy that was highly touted in the pre-draft process, like right after the season ended, kind of fell down a little bit, but he's coming back up. Great athleticism, can play corner safety, and I think he'll be a great fit wherever, I mean, in any spot, but I think the Seahawks, like you said, they need to rebuild that defense, and Derwin James would be a nice guy to uh, start the rebuild with. All right, you're up with the Green Bay Packers. All right, well, the Green Bay Packers, uh, Mike Pettin's back there, the former Browns coach, now the defensive coordinator. Uh, They're going to go defense, I think, with this pick, and there's a ton of options there for them. They could go corner. They could go defensive line. Um, I'm going to go with a corner, and since Denzel Ward's on the board, time to go with the next best option. It's a guy I think is going to come in and be an absolute ball hawk for him, and it seems to be – a thing that Mike Pettin liked, especially here in Cleveland with Deshaun Gibson, uh, Dante Whitner, Joe Hayden, and and others. Uh, we're going to go with Josh Jackson out of Iowa. Buckeye fans know what Josh Jackson did to us right out the get-go in that game versus Iowa. He's going to be an absolute steal at this point, I think. I think he could go a lot higher, but he could also go a lot lower. I think this would be a great pick for the Packers here. And hopefully, uh, for the Packers' sake, hopefully – he uh, Patton picks this corner better than he did with Justin Gilbert. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next is Indianapolis. They're on the clock. They made the trade uh, with the Arizona Cardinals to move down from number six. So with the 15th pick in our mock draft, the Indianapolis Colts select. I would have to say at this point we are going to go with Tremaine Edmonds, uh, outside linebacker uh, out of Virginia. So I, I think that, uh, you know, even though the, the Colts really didn't get one of the top edge rushers, one of the top linebackers, I think trading down to get extra picks uh, in this scenario uh, would benefit them. And I think that Edmonds at this spot in the draft uh, would be a good selection for him. Absolutely. Uh, Only 19 years old, so there's still a lot of room to grow for him. But one of the top linebackers in this pack in this class compared to Brian Urlacher, um, you know, if the Colts could move down, get some extra picks in this scenario, which they would get a ton for dropping down almost, I think, 10 spots, nine spots um, to get a guy like Edmonds in this spot would be an absolute steal for them as they look to uh, reshape their defense. All right, the Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. Yes, and I would like to propose a trade with you because uh, you own the Patriots' uh, draft picks. Would you want to swap 23-31 and 31 for 16 here? I don't know if the Patriots would do that. I think that would be a lot to give up uh, to move up uh, seven spots. So I'm actually going to say – to this one okay well 
the Ravens are going to stay here and they've added a lot of wide receivers, but I don't think they're going to, they don't have that pure number one target for Joe Flacco. So if you would hit the music, please. With the 16th pick in the 2018 mock draft for the final time as a, uh, selecting his first round pick, Ozzie Newsome takes Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, Alabama. I I like that pick for you know even though they're in a division I think that would be a, a really nice pick uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. All right, we are halfway through our the first round or halfway through our mock draft that we're doing, so we're gonna completely gonna reset it and then we'll move on. Uh, so so far the Cleveland Browns at number one took Sam Donald, Giants took Josh Rosen, the Jets took Baker Mayfield, the Browns took. Bradley Chubb, the Broncos took Denzel Ward, the Arizona Cardinals traded up with the Colts and selected Josh Allen, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took Saquon Barkley, the Chicago Bears took Quentin Nelson, the 49ers selected Mika Fitzpatrick, the Oakland Raiders selected Roquan Smith, the Miami Dolphins selected Harold Landry, the Buffalo Bills selected Mike McGlinchey at another name, um, the Seattle Seahawks traded up with the Redskins to select Derwin James. Uh, the Green Bay Packers selected Josh Jackson, and the Arizona or uh, the Indianapolis Colts in the trade with the Cardinals selected Tremaine Edmonds. And as you just heard, Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Baltimore Ravens selected um, Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver out of Alabama. So that means the... Chargers are on the clock, and with the 17th pick in this year's mock draft, the Chargers select Mason Rudolph out of uh, the quarterback. Um, you know, I think Rudolph is a guy that is going to need to sit, and you know, Philip Rivers does have, I would say, a couple of years left, and I think he, this would be a good situation for Rudolph to sit and learn uh, behind Philip Rivers. Very interesting that you did not take Lamar Jackson here. Yeah, you know, I think that there's a, a another team later on that's going to grab Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Um, and I, I think that he could fit them more uh, than, um, than Mason Rudolph would. Interesting. So I'm next up with the uh, Washington Redskins who just moved down with uh seattle uh they have a ton of needs uh they're you know they just added a quarterback so they don't really need to take one yet uh they could go defense here they could go um they i mean they could go in a ton of different directions but i'm gonna take who inside the pylon ranks as the 10th best running back in this draft and moving down gaining some extra picks uh they could wait and get one later but I think Darius Geis out of LSU would be 
perfect for their offense going forward. So we're going to go with the 18th pick, uh, Darius Geis, running back at LSU. Uh, I, that's a that's a very interesting pick uh, for Washington. All right, the Dallas Cowboys are on the clock, and you can only imagine uh, the cheers that are going to echo through this place uh, because the draft is being held in Dallas. So uh, with the 19th pick, the Dallas Cowboys select wide receiver DJ Moore out of Maryland. Uh, he is inside the pylons, number one wide receiver. Um you know, they just released Des Bryant, so I would imagine that this is obviously their number one need. And I think DJ Moore being the number one wide receiver on inside the pylon uh, big board makes perfect sense for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he's we did talk about him a couple episodes ago, but he's perfect. He could play inside, outside. They could move him all around. So it would be interesting to see what they do with him, as well as Alan Hearns, who they picked up in the offseason. So, Good pick by Dallas. If I had to pick, I actually was going to take him in that slot too. So good job, Anthony. I appreciate that. All right, the Detroit Lions are on the clock. And Detroit, they are going to go. I'm going to be real quick about it. They're going to take pass rusher Marcus Davenport. In my personal mock drafts, this is a guy that I've had slotted there. I think since the beginning or by the second or third one, I haven't gone off this pick. I think he compares a lot to um, their, their other pass rusher there, Ziggy Ansah, and we've seen how Davenport lit up the Senior Bowl, much like uh, Ziggy Ansah did when he came out in 2013. And I think Detroit obviously will know how to work him in and use him as a pass rusher. So I think having Davenport and Ansah on opposite ends could be uh, uh, cause a nightmare for Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers and Mitch Trubisky going forward. All right, I hope you're you're ready for this one. Oh my god. <laughs> and I may I may have spoiled it earlier. But with the twenty first pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select quarterback Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, I think Andy Dalton's time is running out in Cincinnati, and I think Lamar Jackson uh, would be a nice fit for the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. That is interesting. I and the thing is, because Buffalo's next up, I wasn't gonna take him in that spot either. Because if I wanted Lamar Jackson, I would just took him at twelve. But very interesting. Uh I think Cincinnati has a lot more needs than quarterback right now, but that's a bold move. But uh I could see Cincinnati doing that, but I could also see them not doing that. So very interesting out of you. Well, I, I took him there because I, I think at that situation, the, the Bills could definitely take him at 22. And I think the Patriots could have taken him at 23. And I think Cincinnati wanted to get one of the better quarterbacks in this draft. Um, you know, like I said, I think Dalton's time is running out. And, you know, if you're able to get a guy who some people think could go in the top half of the draft uh, at 21, I think that they're going to jump all over it. Very interesting. Um, well, we're up with the 22nd pick, and I have the Buffalo Bills. Uh you know, hey Cleveland, would you be interested in trading for this selection by chance? Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I had to do it. Um, Buffalo, you know, they addressed the offensive line at pick twelve. Um, I think now they they could go. Obviously, there's not a quarterback here worth taking. They could they're going to wait till later on in the second round to uh, do that later. So they might as well go out and get the best player available on the board. And I'm looking at it. It well. Isaiah Wynn, the offensive guard, is there, but I'm not going with him because we don't – well, 
You know what? I will go. He's six on inside the pylons big board. Uh, the Buffalo Bills need to address that offensive line and upgrade it for whoever the quarterback's going to be. They could have gone defense, and they need to address something on the defensive line. But uh, Isaiah Wynn, who was a tackle and, and Georgia, is going to slide into guard. And having him and Mike McGlinchey on that offensive line already makes their the Bills' offense much more improved than it was uh, a year ago. That's that would be interesting to see uh, Bills fans' reaction taking two offensive linemen in this draft. I'm curious how that would uh, play out. Um, man, I, I have the tough task of channeling Bill Belichick for two Patriots picks. So I, I really hope I don't screw this up. Um, you know, I, I'll say with the 23rd pick, the New England Patriots select a cornerback. Jair Alexander out of Louisville. Um, you know, Alexander has gotten a lot of praise uh, in this draft process, and I think that he's a guy who could really uh, excel in Bill Belichick's system. Jeff Floyd will be definitely proud of you for doing that pick. So, uh, yeah, props to you on that one. It's a solid pick. I love Alexander. If the Browns move down from four and doing trade with Buffalo, that would be a guy I would definitely target at 12. Um Carolina's up at pick 24. Uh, they have needs on both sides of the ball, obviously. Uh, I see, you know, corners a definite need for them. You just took one corner, so I'm going to go ahead and take another corner. We're going to go with the 24th pick, the Carolina Panthers select Mike Hughes, cornerback. I think it's South Florida, Central Florida. It's one of the Floridas, so I've Sorry, if uh, I'm wrong. UCF. UCF. Okay, Central Florida. Uh, good cover corner. Um, gonna come. I think he can make an impact his rookie year right out the get go. Had some off the field concerns. If it wasn't for that, I think he would go higher in this draft. But uh, for the Panthers to get him, if he can stay on the straight and narrow, he could be a solid corner in this league. All right. Um, with the twenty fifth pick, the Tennessee Titans select. I'm going to go with edge uh, rusher Lorenzo Carter. Um, uh, the Tennessee, one of their top priorities is edge rusher. And since he's the highest one remaining on the board, I think that uh, Lorenzo would probably be a good fit for the Tennessee Titans at this point. Definitely. Uh, Mike Vrabel's there. You know, I think he's going to want to build that defense up like he did in Houston. And Carter would be an excellent pick for them at this spot. Uh, with the 26th pick, the Atlanta Falcons are going to go with a guy who they who inside the pylon has rated as 11th. I know there's some Browns fans hoping he makes it to 33 or 35, but sorry, Browns fans. Atlanta takes him right here. Maurice Hurst out of Michigan. He is he is. I argue some have him rated as a top 10 talent. He's really up and down on the board depending on who you talk to and who you follow. But Maurice Hurst is. A little small for a defensive tackle, but he is a pass rusher inside at right around 300 pounds. I know there's some people concerned about the heart issue, but the fact that the NFL doctors didn't have him sent back for retesting makes it clear that he's going to be okay. And if the Falcons were to get him at 26 or anybody in this range, it would be an absolute steal for them. All right, this is a, a tough selection for the New Orleans Saints because they're at a – a very interesting time. Uh, Drew Brees uh, just signed a new contract, but you know he only has a few years left in him. Um, 
you know, there's really not a quarterback that I would think would go in the, in the first round at this point. Uh, you know, the next one on the board is Kyle Lalletta, and I think this would be way too high for him to go. Although, if you do take him in the first round, he does have that extra year of control on him. So, you know, it, it's a very interesting uh, choice for New Orleans. But at this point, uh, for the New Orleans Saints, I am going to select for them. Uh, the highest rated tight end on the board, and that would be Dallas Goder out of South Dakota State University. Uh, I think Dallas is a fantastic tight end, and with Drew Brees, I think you can see another Jimmy Graham situation. Excellent pick by the New Orleans. Um, with the 28th pick, even though I hate him, the Pittsburgh Steelers select – uh, we're going to go with the guy that I've mocked to them recently, and I think at this point it would be a good, a great selection for him. Leighton Vander Esch, the linebacker out of Boise State. I know inside the pylon isn't very high on him as a prospect, but uh, I've seen a lot of people mock him as a mid to late first-round pick. Would fit the mold of those Steelers linebackers that they've drafted in recent years. Uh, a dominant athlete, quick, explosive, and a just a great football player to have in the middle. Obviously, they lost Ryan Shazier. Who knows if he's going to be able to come back from his injury, but uh, Vander Esch would definitely, in a year or two, would definitely fill that void. All right. The Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, who made it to the AFC Championship game uh, this past season and almost beat the New England Patriots. Um, you know, With the 29th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select... They have offensive tackle listed as their, their highest need, but there's really not one on the board at this point uh, that I think would go uh, to the Jaguars. So I am actually going to go with uh, linebacker Rashawn Evans for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good pick, good pick. Um, the defending – or no, the Vikings made it to the NFC Championship just came a, a bit short against Philly. Uh, they added Kirk Cousins in the offseason, so quarterback's definitely not a need here. Uh, they need to go offensive line. I would. I don't think they need a center. So we're gonna, let's go with a guard here. They're going to go with uh, – well, let's wait a minute. Let's see. Um, hold on. I'm thinking. You know what? We're not going to go with uh, offensive line. We're going to go with the safety, and I absolutely love this safety out of Alabama. Uh, the Vikings select Ronnie Harrison, safety, Alabama. Interesting pick for the Vikings. All right. Now I have the second Patriots pick, and good Lord, Bill Belichick. Don't don't kill me for mocking terrible players to you. Uh, but um, with the 31st pick, uh, the New England Patriots select. I am going to go with uh, Sony Michelle here. Um, you know, when your quarterback is getting old, he's over 40 with Tom Brady, I think you need a good running game to complement uh, your quarterback. And I think that Sony Michelle is going to be a fantastic running back in the NFL. Um, and I, I think that this would be a very good spot uh, for him to go to the New England Patriots. That's interesting. I know a lot of Browns fans love Sony Michelle. I do too. Uh, but you know, seeing the pay- if he got landed on the Patriots, that'd be a scary, scary situation for everybody. <laughs> um, 
The Eagles, the Super Bowl champs, are up on the clock at 32, the last pick of the first round. Um, very interesting where they could go. They could add offensive line, although you look at their line, they have a lot of mid-round guys, and they won the Super Bowl, so they might not want to address the line right away. Uh, they See, they need a tight end, and there's one tight end in this draft that I absolutely love here in this situation. Uh, inside the pylon has him rated as a late second round pick, but we'll pull the trigger on him here in the late first. Mike Gasecki, the tight end out of Penn State. Ooh, very interesting. Even more so than Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I love Gasecki. I think he could be a tight end. I could also think he could convert to wide receiver at the next level, and I think he'll definitely have a uh, solid NFL career. All right. The Cleveland Browns are back on the clock uh, with the first pick uh, in the second round. Um, you know, to, to recap, some of the players still on the board that still have first-round grades, uh, that would be offensive guard Will Hernandez, uh, center James Daniels, uh, center Billy Price, running back Ronald Jones, uh, defensive tackles uh, Vita Vey and Deron Payne, running back Nick Chubb, uh, offensive tackle – uh, Connor Williams. Um, in this situation, you know, they took a quarterback. They took an edge rusher. What position do you think that they would go uh, here? I, I think corner is definitely up there. Wide receiver is definitely there. Running back. Uh, I mean, I don't see them addressing the guards in the center spot, although center could be an interesting one depending on who's on the board. Uh, J.C. Treader, I think he only signed a two-year deal, and he's already getting ready to enter his 30s. So this could be a situation where Dorsey and the front office want to go ahead and get their center for the future, uh, keep that young offensive line together with Coleman and Batonio, and you know Zeitler's still fairly young, and Chris Hubbard's still fairly young. So I can see them going offensive uh, line at this spot too. All right, with the 33rd pick in our mock draft, the Cleveland Browns select. I am going to go with the other Georgia running back, Nick Chubb. I would I would not be opposed to that. Although I think in reality, I think he'll be there towards the bottom of the second round. But if the Browns love him, take him where you got the pick. So I don't have a problem with that. Uh, the Giants, you know, they added Rosen at, at two. Uh, to the shock of everybody who thought they were going to take Chubb or Barkley. Uh, they need to build that offensive line. And I'm looking at the, the rankings. Uh, we still have a guy who's 12th on the board by inside the pylon. If we got him here at 34, I think they would consider that a home run steal. Uh, we're going to go Will Hernandez, the offensive guard out of UTEP. Uh, definitely a guy that uh, rose up during the senior bowl and, uh, I think he's a guy that's going to come in and be, you know, this the guard, the interior of the offensive line is really deep. I think uh, not so much on the tackles, which obviously the uh, Browns fans think we need the left tackle. Although I think Sean Coleman's going to settle in just fine, uh, you know, taking Joe Thomas's spot, not replacing him, but because uh, no one will replace Joe, as I've said. But uh, Hernandez would definitely fill this spot uh, for sure for the Giants as they build the offensive line in front of Josh Rosen. All right. Uh, we are on to our last pick of this mock draft. And, you know, I'm really debating here because this is, um, um, you know, they won't have a pick till 64. And it would kind of be, um, 
a reach to get a couple players I'm targeting uh, with this pick, and that would be Cortland Sutton and Justin Reed. Um, you know, I don't think either one of those guys will be there at pick 64. Um, you know, I am going to go with uh, Justin Reed, the safety out of Stanford at this point, uh, for the final pick of our mock draft. Can't go wrong. Pure free safety. Uh, I know that's a position that Browns fans are pleading that we uh, fill up. I know we do have Demarius Randall, and I think he's going to uh, slide back into that role and perform well like he did coming out of Arizona State. But maybe the Browns have want to go back and put him, keep him at corner. Or maybe they'll rotate him. Greg Williams you know, loves guys that are versatile, but uh, Justin Reed would be a solid pick here, I think, at the top of the second round. Um, adding more play depth at that secondary, which obviously was terrible last season. All right. That concludes our mock draft. Uh, so I'm going to run through the picks uh, one more time, and we're going to get on out of here. Um, number one, the Browns took Sam Darnold. The Giants took Josh Rosen. The New York Jets took Baker Mayfield. Cleveland Browns selected Bradley Chubb at number four. The Denver Broncos took Denzel Ward out of Ohio State. Uh, the Colts traded down with Arizona. Arizona selected Josh Allen, number six. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers took Saquon Barkley. Chicago Bears took Quentin Nelson. The 49ers selected Minka Fitzpatrick. The Oakland Raiders took Roquan Smith. Miami Dolphins selected Harold Landry. The Buffalo Bills uh, took Mike McGlinchey. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks traded up with the Redskins to select Derwin James. The Green Bay Packers selected Josh Jackson. The Indianapolis Colts uh, traded down to have this selection uh, from the Arizona Cardinals, selected Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens selected Calvin Ridley. The Los Angeles Chargers selected Mason Rudolph. The Seattle Seahawks took Darius Geis. Uh, or I take that back. The Washington Redskins took Darius Geis uh, after trading down with the Seahawks. Um, the Dallas Cowboys selected DJ Moore. The uh, Detroit Lions selected Marcus Davenport. The Cincinnati Bengals took Lamar Jackson. The Buffalo Bills selected Isaiah Wynn. Uh, the New England Patriots selected Jair Alexander. The Carolina Panthers selected Mike Hughes. The Tennessee Titans took Lorenzo Carter. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons selected Maurice Hurst out of Michigan. The Saints took Dallas Goder, tight end. The Pittsburgh Steelers selected Leighton Vander Esch. The Jacksonville Jaguars selected Rashawn Evans. The Minnesota Vikings selected Ronnie Harrison. The New England Patriots took Sony Michelle. The Super Bowl champion, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, which I cannot wait for this selection in Dallas on Thursday night because we saw what uh, the guy from – the Cowboys did in Philly last year. So it's, this is going to be absolutely glorious um, on Thursday night uh, when the Eagles make this pick. Uh, they took Mike Gusecki. Uh, the Cleveland Browns selected running back Nick Chubb. The New York Giants selected Will Hernandez. And finally, the Cleveland Browns selected safety Justin Reed. So that is our 2018 1085 Gridiron mock draft on our podcast. Um Jack, before we get on out here, do you have any final words uh, before uh, we get to the draft in a couple days? Uh, all I got to say is Browns fans, um, get excited. Enjoy this. I know we've been dealing with this since late December. Even some of you 
went all the way back to week one studying this draft. But uh, enjoy it. Uh, trust Dorsey. Hashtag in Dorsey. we trust. Um, I think this is going to be the, the draft that finally turns the corner for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you know, as much as I, I love the draft, I hope this is the last time for a while uh, that we've been waiting six months uh, for this damn thing. Um, you know, we knew, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we knew before the season started last year that they weren't going to win many football games. And, you know, I'm tired of winning uh, for the NFL draft. And like I said, hopefully we won't be picking a quarterback for the next 10 years. Uh, hopefully we won't be picking in the top 10 for like the next 10 years. So uh, unless it's another team's first rounder that we have. Uh, but, you know, as we move on towards the, the NFL draft here, uh, you know, less than 48 hours away, uh, I'm really excited um, for this draft. And, you know, like I said, hopefully it's the last one we get we get really excited for for quite a while. Uh, before we get on here, you want to plug everything you're doing over at your website. Yeah, well, when this episode drops, I will have uh, the draft results from this mock draft on the website. Um, I'm sure once Anthony posts the link to the podcast, I'll send him the link to the mock draft as well. You guys can go check it out at thenorthcoastsports.com. I'll also have the my final mock draft as well as a seven-round mock draft for the Cleveland Browns, how I would uh, draft if I was John Dorsey. Um you guys go check out all my work over at thenorthcoastsports.com. Check out my new podcast, uh, the North Coast Sportscast, available on all podcast platforms. Hopefully get a new episode out there to you guys soon. Uh, follow me on Twitter personally at jmccurryCLE and the North Coast Sportscast Twitter page at NC Sportscast. Uh, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at 1085Gridiron. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Anthony Jokey, J-O-K-I. Um, you can find our podcast over on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the Overcast app. Um, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a rating. We would absolutely appreciate it. Uh, as we get on out of here, uh, like I said, the draft is coming up real soon. And, you know, as we get on closer, as always... Go Browns. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.